Happy Sabbath day to all of you, my beloved brethren. And praises be to our loving Abba, Yahuwah, for once again allowing us to be gathered today to be able to worship and honor his most holy name. And wherever you may be in this part of the world today, my bro beloved brethren, may Yahuwah Abba bless us and our family. Beloved brethren, living our life in righteousness is what we should always strive to do as children of God. Conducting our life in an upright manner and with moral standards that reflect our relationship with our loving Abba. When we live in a righteous way of life, we shine truly as lights of the world, true children of our Allahim. We are indeed very fortunate for as disciples and followers of our King Yahusha in these last days, we have learned through his teachings how to live in righteousness. For there is no greater example who practice righteousness than that of our King and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Throughout his life, we all know, beloved brethren, he lived in righteousness, fulfilling the will of our loving God, Yahuwah, always, even to his death, so that we, who are sinners may be set free from the judgment of our Yahuwah Elohim. So please bear that in mind today as we study our lessons so that we may properly apply and rehearse righteousness in our lives. So, beloved brethren, what is then the responsibility of those set free by Yahusha through his death? We'll start our lesson today by reading the book of Romans. The chapter is 6, the verses is 8, 12, 13, 18, and 22. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. But now, having been set free from sin, and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness, and the end, everlasting life. What is our responsibility now that we have been set free? By Yahusha, through his death, we, my beloved brethren, must no longer let sin reign in our body. But what instead must reign in our mortal bodies? Righteousness and holiness. In other words, we must rehearse, practice, and practice righteousness in our lives. What is the end of righteousness and holiness? It says everlasting life. Yes, brethren. It's very difficult indeed to live in this life where we are prone to make mistakes and commit sins. We are not perfect. We are but humans. But our loving Abba knows that, my beloved brethren. So always be prayerful and let entrust everything to our loving Abba. And do not allow these sins, most important of all, to reign over us. But rather, when we have realized our errors and mistakes, Repent right away, beloved brethren, and ask forgiveness from 
our loving Father in heaven, so that we may continue to be in the right path of being as instruments of righteousness to Yahuwah. Now, what is the basis of righteousness and holiness? Continue our lesson by reading the book of Romans, chapter 7, the verse is 12. So then, the law itself is holy, and the commandment is holy, right and good. What is the basis of righteousness and holiness? It is the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah, the law. How must we practice the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah? By fulfilling, not just by the letter of the law, but also the spirit of the law. And what is again the spirit of the law? My beloved brethren, it is what? Love. Love that was demonstrated perfectly by our Yahusha, our King. The Ten Commandments are not just about what we must not do. They are also about what we what should do, beloved brethren. We should look for opportunities always to fulfill the Ten Commandments in our home and also in this world. Shining once again as what? Lights of the world. And also, brethren, when we are fulfilling the Ten Commandments in our home, and especially in this world, just like we have what we have learned from our previous studies, we are like what? We become like ambassadors of Yahuwah. We become like letters from God to the people of this world and how we should live our lives, especially when it comes to obeying Yahuwah and His beloved Son, Yahusha HaMashiach. So, why? Why must we rehearse righteousness in our lives? Here in the book of Isaiah, chapter 62, the verses 11 and 1. Yahuwah has made proclamation to the ends of the earth. Say to the daughter of Zion, See, your Savior comes. See, his rewards is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her righteousness shines out like the dawn, her salvation like a blazing torch. Why must we rehearse righteousness in our life? For this is the work of the daughter of Zion. Brothers and sisters in the assembly, we are the ones referred to here through our King Yahusha in these last days. And what is the command of Yahuwah Abba to us? Make righteousness shine. And our righteousness should what? Should shine out like the dawn. How? How can righteousness shine out like the dawn in our life? Continue our lessons. Philippians chapter 2. The verse is 15 to 16. So that you may be innocent and pure as God's perfect children who live in a world of corrupt and sinful people. You must shine among them like stars lighting up the sky as you offer them the message of life. If you do so, I shall have reason to be proud of you on the day of Christ because it will show that all my effort and work have not been wasted. How can righteousness shine out like the dawn? By our way of life or the way we live our life, brethren. Always remember that. How must we live our life? 
It says, innocent and pure as Yahuwah's perfect children. What would it mean if we fail to shine like stars? It would mean that the effort of the apostles would be wasted, all for nothing. And remember this, brethren, the apostles also gave their life for us. So it's now our turn to shine among the people of this world, living our life in righteousness and in holiness. Why? Why should we work? Why would the work of the apostles be wasted if we fail to live holy and righteous lives? Here in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, the verses are 9 to 11. Don't you know that wicked people won't inherit the kingdom of God? Stop deceiving yourselves. People who continue to commit sexual sins, who worship false gods, those who commit adultery, homosexuals or thieves, those who are greedy or drunk, who use abusive language or who rob people, will not, will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's what some of you were. But you have been washed and made holy, and you have received God's approval in the name of the Lord Yahusha Christ and in the spirit of our God. Why would the work of the apostles be wasted if we fail to live holy and righteous lives, my beloved brethren? For we will not inherit the kingdom of God if we fail to do so. We were washed and made holy to the sacrificial death of our Lord Yahusha, our King and Messiah. Isn't that enough, beloved brethren? Maintain that holiness, living our lives in righteousness. Who will not inherit the kingdom of God? Those who continue to live in wickedness. So when, when should we start living in righteousness and holiness? It is now, beloved brethren. And sometimes when people talk of urgency, they will even say what? Begin like yesterday already, beloved brethren. That's the urgency that we should put in when we should live a righteous and holiness life, beloved brethren. The torch has been passed down to us. So let us shine as lights of the world. Hold it up high, beloved brethren, by living a righteousness way of life. Salvation is in our grasp. So don't let anyone ever or anything take it away from us, but rather continue to have that burning desire to obey all the laws and commandments of our loving Yahuwah God, maintaining holiness in our life, and always, always, beloved brethren, living in righteousness. Our lesson will now be continued by our brother. Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. We are indeed truly blessed to receive the blessing, the guidance of our Father, Yahuwah. We know that as members of the Assembly of Yahushua, as we were baptized into the body of our King, 
we have received the covenant that Yahusha has made with us. And so we need to make sure that we are fulfilling our end or our responsibility when it comes to the covenant. And this covenant was mentioned in the first passage that was read today in our worship service, because those who are baptized into Christ Yahushua, they are to be dead to self and to be alive in Christ Yahushua. And to be alive in Christ Yahushua means that we have been saved. We were baptized so that we can do the good works of rehearsing righteousness. Are we doing this? We need to examine self because if we will not examine self, in the end, we might not end up inheriting the kingdom of heaven. So we need to learn how to examine our thoughts. We need to learn to examine our hearts and our motives and also our behavior. And so what must we do? When in the process of examining self, we discover that we are guilty of sin. Let's read what it says in the book of Romans 2, 4 to 5, 8 to 9. Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. What must we do when upon examining ourselves, we discover sin in our life? We need to turn away from our sin. This is called repentance. Repentance is about removing sin from our life. Of course, we know that as human beings, we are not perfect. However, we need to make sure that we are headed in the right direction, not the wrong one. This is why we need to constantly course correct. We need to examine self to make sure we maintain that path that leads to life everlasting. But what prevents people from turning away from their sin? Bible calls it stubbornness. This is when we keep postponing our repentance. Perhaps some of us say to ourselves, I will repent, but not today. I'll repent tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes, and they're still saying to themselves, I'll repent, not today, but tomorrow. The Bible says this is stubbornness. And what's wrong with being stubborn about one sin? Bible says they end up storing a punishment for themselves. Because they reject the kindness of Yahuwah Abba. They reject the opportunity to repent and to return unto him. We must overcome this stubbornness in our hearts. But what is the root cause of stubbornness in our hearts? The Bible says it is because they live for themselves, not for Yahuwah. This is called functional atheism. We know what atheism is all about. There are those who, it is the unbelief. It is not believing and rejecting the existence of who? Yahuwah. And there are people who blatantly believe this. They even proclaim, I'm an atheist. I don't belong or I don't believe that there is a God. However, there are people who profess 
that they believe in God. As a matter of fact, most people believe in God. But the problem is, even though they believe in God, they don't live for him. They live for self. And so what makes them different from those who are truly atheists? It's the problem of functional atheism. What they profess is not the same as what they do. This is why we need to be mindful of our actions and our thoughts and repent and turn away from sin. Do you know what one of the worst things that can happen to a person is? I mean, I think I think about this a lot. And when you hear the last trumpet and then you see people being harpazoed and you're left behind. Isn't that one of the worst things that can happen? I mean, how would you feel? The harpazo is taking place. There are people who are going out to receive salvation, to receive a new perfect and glorious body, and you're left behind. How would you feel? Not too good, right? You know, what's even worse than that? What's even worse is when you realize everyone is being harpazoed except for you, and then you say to, you, to yourselves, I should have done this. I should have listened earlier. The worst thing is when we realize we had the opportunity and we wasted it. This is why, brethren, let us not waste the kindness, the patience, the tolerance of Yahuwah Abba. Let us respond on his kindness. What must we do then while we have the chance? Let's read the book of Joel 2, 12 to 13. That is why Yahuwah says, turn to me now while there is time. Give me your hearts. Come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Don't tear your clothing in your grief, but tear your hearts instead. Return to Yahuwah your God, for he is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. He is eager to relent and not punish. What must we do? Well, we have the time. Let us repent by tearing our hearts. That's what it means to be truly repentant. It's repentance, not just in our minds, but repentance in our hearts. What is repentance that comes from our hearts? It has intention. It has the emotion of mourning and weeping because of the sin that we are guilty of. This is what we need to do. Repent. Haven't you noticed? And this is, in fact, our challenge for everyone here. Read the Bible. And you will notice a pattern. What is that pattern? Every messenger of God has essentially one message. Did you know that? Every messenger, the prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel. When you read the prophets, they have one message. When you read John the Baptist, they have one message. When you read the preaching of our King Yahushua and the apostles, they have one message. What do the messengers of Yahuwah Abba have in common? It's the message repent. This is why it's so important for us to repent, because without true repentance, we cannot return to Yahuwah Abba, and Yahuwah is waiting for us to return to him. This is the good news about Yahuwah. You see, let us not forget the two qualities, the two natures of Yahuwah. He is love, and he is holy. This is why he wants us to repent. But the good news about repentance is Yahuwah is unfailing love. You see, when we realize in ourselves that we have 
cross the boundary of his will. And we return to him. Yahuwah is waiting for us to embrace us because he's merciful and compassionate. What characterizes his unfailing love, he is eager to receive us because he wants to make our life better. Brethren, let us examine our life. If we want a better life, even in this life right now, let us return to Yahuwah. Let us remember that he is our topmost priority. And when we return to Yahuwah, what can we expect from him? Let's read what it says in the book of Romans 2, 7 and 10. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. Brothers and sisters, when we repent and then we return to Yahuwah Abba, what must be the fruit of our repentance? It is to do what is good. Not just to do what is good, but to keep on doing what is good. In other words, we need to rehearse righteousness. Instead of rehearsing wickedness, we should be practicing righteousness. It should be our walk. It should be our way of life. Why is it so important for us to keep doing what is good, to rehearse righteousness? Because that is the key for us to maintain our relationship with Yahuwah so that he can give us life everlasting. Brothers and sisters, the one thing Yahuwah wants is for all of us to receive everlasting life. And so let us respond with the kindness that he's shown us by doing what he wants us to do. Rehearse righteousness. And he is preparing a place for us. What is the final destination of those who practice, those who rehearse righteousness? Let's read the book of 2 Peter 3, 11 to 14. Since everything will be destroyed in this way. What kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives. As you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming, that day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, the home of righteousness. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. What is the final destination of those who rehearse righteousness? It is the holy city in the new heavens and the new earth, because it is the home of righteousness. Yahuwah was preparing a place. There is a place in heaven, and he has our names there, and he's preparing a place for each and every one of us. But for us to be able to find that place, we need to make sure that while we live this life here on earth, we are rehearsing and practicing righteousness. What is the message of the Apostle Peter? Make every effort. In other words, failure must not be an option. Yes, we stumble and fall. But every time we stumble and fall, we must continue to get back up. Make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace 
with him. Brothers and sisters, if you haven't noticed, the world is falling apart. The earth is dying. The universe is collapsing. Wickedness is abounding. Anomalies are found all over the, all over the earth. Climate anomalies. Anomalies in the heavens. There are anomalies in the natural disasters of the world. Things are taking place at a fast and intense way. We know it's headed towards final destruction. And so we know as the earth and the world, the universe is falling apart. It is preparation for our new life in the kingdom of heaven. And so brethren, let us have faith in that. Let us believe and rehearse and practice righteousness. We wait eagerly for that day when the elements will melt and we will receive the promises of Abba there in his eternal kingdom. But while we wait in this life, we know we go through so much tribulation. We are tested all the time. And so what is the benefit? What is the blessing for those who are righteous in the eyes of Yahuwah? Let's read the final passage of our studies today. The book of Psalm 34, 15 and 17. Yahuwah's eyes are unrighteous people. His ears hear their cry for help. Righteous people cry out. Yahuwah hears and rescues them from all their troubles. The righteous person has many troubles, but Yahuwah rescues him from all of them. Taste and see that Yahuwah is good. Blessed is the person who takes refuge in him. Brothers and sisters, yes, as people of Elohim, we go through this life. In our journey in this world, we go through experiences that test us. We weep, we cry, just like everyone else. But what is the big difference? What is the great advantage of those who belong to Yahuwah? Those who are righteous in his eyes. The Bible says, Yahuwah's eyes are unrighteous people. Beloved brethren, even when we do not see Yahuwah, because after all, he is invisible, he can see us. He knows what we go through. Not only can Yahuwah see us, he can see our hearts, he can see our minds. His ears, they are there to hear our cries for help. Not only does he hear the cries that come from our lips. He hears the cries of our hearts because Yahuwah knows the contents of our souls. He knows the condition of our spirit. He knows when his sons and daughters are going through difficult times. What is the advantage, the blessing for those who are righteous in the eyes of the, the Father? The Bible says he not only hears us, he rescues us from all our troubles, brethren, righteousness and living in righteousness does not keep us away from trouble we're going to go through them but for those who truly belong to yahuwah through yahusha and rehearse righteousness every time we go through trouble we will never be alone yahuwah is going to be there every step of the way and he will deliver us and so what must we do while we go through trials and tribulation in our life the Bible says, blessed is the person who takes refuge in him. Have you done that, brothers and sisters? Have you taken refuge in Yahuwah? 
Have you made him your strong rock and fortress? A refuge is a place we go to, to kind of take away the stress of the world, but we can find rest and peace. Why not make Yahuwah that source of rest and peace? Why not be alone together with Yahuwah? Just be with him and him alone. Experience his presence. Meditate on his word. Let him embrace you. Because when we do that, we find strength. We are replenished from within. And we're able to fight again. Brethren, make Yahuwah your refuge. How can we make Yahuwah our refuge? Taste and see that Yahuwah is good. We know that Yahuwah has blessed his people in the past. We read about those who have placed their hope and trust in him. And Yahuwah has delivered them. Why not experience that blessing for yourself? Because we matter to Abba. We matter to our father Yahuwah. And so let us go to him through Yahushua. And receive and taste for ourselves. How good and pleasant it is to have the Father take care of us in his own special way for us to be replenished in our faith. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, merciful Yahuwah, Allahim in heaven, you are compassionate and merciful. You are kind and patient with us. Father, May we not waste that opportunity. You are giving us time to rend our hearts, to repent and to return to you. Help us to overcome our stubbornness so that we will not live our life for ourselves, but first and foremost, to dedicate them to you. We remember your first commandment, you, are our only Allahim, and we give our life in dedication to you. Father, thank you so much. You have kept us alive. Despite what is happening throughout the world, you protect and care for your people. We know, Father, you want us to live and to practice righteousness. Help us that we might be able to do this so that we can rehearse by faith what we truly believe. We were meant for you and meant to dwell not on this earth, but in the new heavens and the new earth. Father, while we wait and go through difficulties in life, when we sometimes feel like giving up hope because the burden we carry is so heavy, Father, we will heed your invitation to make you our refuge. We make you our strong fortress now. Help us to feel your presence. We want to taste and see your goodness in our life. You have blessed your people before. You have blessed your servants always. Are we not your servants today? Are we not your sons and daughters? Please listen to our cries. Read our thoughts and the anguish of our hearts. Bless us with wisdom that we might know your will and find newness of strength in you. 
Father, there are so many among your people today who are enduring various afflictions in life. We are praying to you for healing and restoration. Abba, you are merciful. You are full of love. By your love and power, shower upon us all the grace and power of your healing that we might be fully restored. Our King Yahushua, we give our life to you. We will do our best to live a holy, righteous life. But you know about our weaknesses. You know we often stumble and fall. Do not grow tired picking us up again. Do not grow tired when we ask for forgiveness because we know we will need your forgiveness not only now, but always. In this journey, we will do our best. We will rehearse righteousness. This is what you want us to do. But when we fail, help us to learn. Help us to walk with you. Be by our side and strengthen us. Bless our families, our King Yahushua. If we can only take you and bring you into the hearts of our children, we would do that. But we know you yourself, you're knocking on the doors of their hearts. Please, our King, do not give up. Allow all of us to feel your presence, the presence that will strengthen our faith. Do not give up on the families. Help us to find you in our life. That when that last trumpet is blown, we will see everyone in the clouds with you to receive life everlasting. Father, thank you for listening to our prayers. Continue to watch over our ways and protect us from wickedness, harm, and danger. We ask everything, Abba, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.